today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Carrie Fisher's brother said that his mom had died of a broken heart, which is in its own way lovely and poetic and dramatically tragic, of course, but of course it's a cliche, right? I mean, broken heart is a cliche. No one actually has, it's, it seems like it anyway, right? Well, then you start hearing about Neldon and Helen Potter. They were an, an Idaho couple who were married for 73 years, but this year they died less than 12 hours apart of natural causes in December. Or you hear about Dolores and Trent Winstead who were in Nashville, married 63 years. And this year, less than 12 hours after he died, she died. Or Kenneth and Helen Fumily, who were 70 years married in Ohio and died 15 hours apart. Or Dawn and Margaret Livingood, who were married 59 years. And in August, down in North Carolina, she passed away and he followed nine hours later. Or Clifford and Marjorie Hartland, he was 101, she was 97. They died hours apart on their 76th wedding anniversary. You start hearing these and more and more and more. There was even one not long ago locally. Ramzan and Lila Manick of Stony Creek died within hours of each other after 54 years of marriage. And again, you hear more and more of these stories and you say, well, wait a second. I thought, I assumed that a broken heart was a cliche. Dying of a broken heart was a cliche, but you start to wonder, maybe there's actually something to this. Maybe there is some physiological real thing that happens in some people from sadness, from emotion, from trauma, whatever it is. Well, to help us figure this out and decide whether or not these are all coincidences or if there's something real here. Theo Sellis, a registered family therapist, president of Integrity Works, who joins us now. Theo, thanks for doing this. Yeah, you're welcome. How are you? I'm great, thanks. So so let's get right to that. Are these, I listed a bunch of them here, and we heard about Carrie Fisher and her mom. Are these all just weird coincidences, or is there actually maybe some truth to the saying that there is possible to die of a broken heart? Yeah, I, I imagine that some of them are coincidences. Um, you know, we tend to hear these stories, and we like these stories because they are very romantic, and they kind of bring meaning to our lives, and it's a, it's a kind of a tidy way of wrapping up existence. We like them. Um, so, yeah, there, there's some coincidences. There's also, I think, there's like a loss of a will to live, you know, where when your partner dies or your child dies or someone that's really dear to you dies, you might give up your willingness to take care of yourself. So maybe you're not directly dying of a broken heart, but you're dying of the impact of not taking care of yourself. Or, you know, maybe your partner was the person who was the one that was responsible more for your care, or maybe you gave up your health trying to nurse that person, and so you sort of in a weakened state. But it turns out there is something actually called broken heart syndrome, where there's actually studies that say that show that your heart does go through changes, like that there's certain chemicals that are, you know, related to the fight-or-flight syndrome that actually change the shape and the ability of the heart to function during this very acute time. And so technically, I suppose you're not dying of a broken heart, but you're dying of an altered heart, a heart that is not functioning as well as it could have been, and especially if your heart was maybe not so strong in the first place, may not be able to handle that additional stress. So I guess technically you could say, there's this truth to broken hearts, dying of a broken heart. Well, and I read this morning that there were, and again, it's it's one of those things that it's really hard to make a scientific solid connection. You believe that there is something here because of the timing or whatever, but something like 6,000 cases a year in the States, I don't have numbers for Canada. And interestingly, most of these, it seems, happen in women 
which is why it's also called the widowhood effect as you know but nonetheless i look at this and, and you talk about the fact that it affects people is this a is this a a sorrow uh an outcome of sorrow purely or is it a stress related thing that happens yeah well, how do you separate the two you know when, i suppose right because if you, you know, like, on some practical level, on some very fundamental, not very romantic level, we're all a, kind of a bag of chemicals. And so, you know, when we have fluctuations in chemicals, that sort of results in our experience of sorrow. So you can't really separate what's a physical versus a psychological slash emotional experience. So, um, you know, there's no doubt that when we, when we open our hearts, here we go, using this poetic language, to another person, we really love them. They become a part of who we are. It's not just a, another person. They become part of our identity in a way. We, you know, we, we're a parent, and so if we lose a child, we're, we're, how do we go about living our lives being a parent without that child? If we're, you know, if we're a partner and we lose that partner either through death or even through divorce or breaking up of a relationship, I think oftentimes that's not thought of as, as in the same lines. You know, it's not just a loss through death, but you can lose someone and they're still alive, but you can't connect with them anymore the way you used to. That's a big part of who you are as a, as a person, and, and, and people literally feel bereft of that experience. How do they go about going on feeling the same way, having the same will, to live, still feeling good about themselves, still wanting to be able to take enjoyment of their lives when that, that aspect of who they are, they can't live that as fully as they used to be able to because that person no longer is there. And, and of course, it's incredibly stressful. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.